Open your eyes and look into the darkness. Something strange is moving. Something grave and sinister. Something paranormal. Something ghostly. That sends shivers down your spine. It is children with cult class with your house, Caitlin. host Caitlin and this is where we talk about everything spooky, strange, and unexplained. Are you excited to go hunting Nick? Yes, I'm very excited. It's my favorite time of year. <laughs> I know it is. <laughs> I got home and like all our stuff was packed. Nick was like, I am ready to go. Yeah, I um I think for people who are listening who are don't know much about bow hunting. Um, it's cool to share, I guess, my experience. Uh, Nick has been bow hunting since he was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I started bow hunting a few years ago because I was like, whoa, that's the coolest thing ever. Or use a bow to, to shoot. To get food. To get food. Mm-hmm. And like, just to, it's so athletic and it's so difficult. And I don't think people realize that you have to be within, I mean, for the best shots, you're usually within 10 to 20 yards. Most shots will happen that close for sure. Yeah. Guns, it's very different than Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. If if you have a gun, there's no sport in it with a gun, really, you know? Yeah. You can make it, but uh, definitely more uh, skill and practice required for archery. Yeah. Archery is sort of... um, it's, a, it's its own sport, and it's sort of meditative. Oh, you have to be it's so a, in tune and concentrated. Mm-hmm. There's so many, you know, things on your checklist you have to make sure are right. And, yeah. Um, you know, just keep putting the practice in. So whenever you do go out and go hunting, or even if you don't, if you're just shooting at, you know, bullseye. Yeah, people that, competition uh, archery. Like, yeah. Actually, Gina Davis, the actress, is yeah. like a really huge <laughs> competition archer. Absolutely. Fun fact for Absolutely. anybody, but... Yeah. Um, no, but uh, yeah, just to, you got to practice all the time if you want to, yeah. you know, consistently hit where you're aiming. Yep. You know. Yeah, Nick's being modest, but he's a he's a incredible archer. No. And uh, he's gonna There's be a lot more people better than me. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's pretty great. So we are heading out on our archery bow hunting trip soon, mm-hmm. and we are very excited. We'll actually be off of the podcast next week. week. Yeah, yep. Yep. Another cool thing about bow hunting that was new to me that I think people would be interested in is a lot of times and this is this is not just bow hunting but since we're bow hunting that's what I'm going to talk about uh, you end up sitting in a tree yes. a lot of the time. Yep, yep. I think a lot of people think they watch movies or something and think like oh, we're going to like go stalk an animal on the ground and some people do. That's a way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Or, or crawl around in reeds or something but yeah. A lot of hunting is sitting. You sit for hours and (laughs) hours and hours. It's really a beautiful experience, even if you don't hunt. Like, I'm going to take my wildlife uh, lens and camera out with us. 
as well but you just see the most beautiful thing it, it is so humbling to go sit outside and stare at nature it really makes you feel so it's like it's good wow for the soul I, i've always thought that. so good for your soul and you're like wow why am i worried about anything oh all the problem for me yeah it's just such a head clear you know mm. go, go climb up in a tree and just you know just look around don't be on your phone you know you're not hearing the noises you know of the world yeah, it just really puts me and I know a lot of other people in tune. Yeah, it's just a it's a really beautiful experience, and I, I encourage you if you are not into hunting, that is totally cool. But if you have the ability to go and sit outside and just stick yourself outside for an extended period of time, sometime in the near future, yeah. and you're stressed out about your life, oh yeah, even I highly encourage anybody to do that. And we've seen. So many beautiful things. Last oh year, gosh. I got to see two bucks uh, fight. One of my favorite memories is seeing bucks will fight during the rut, and that what that is is they'll take their antlers and they'll bend their heads. And there's pictures of this. I'll post this on Instagram, and they'll fight with their antlers intertwined to like show who's in charge. Who's dominant? Yeah. yeah. And the rut, it's all it's the mating time for, for deer, and uh, yeah, so they're trying to fight to get a doe to you know to be yeah. meet with if you will so yeah so the other it's all testosterone and aggression and that's so cool that you saw that i've i've never seen anything like that in my whole life of i've known it forever that's like such a cool thing that you saw that, that was an incredible thing but you don't really see things like that uh until you just sit outside yeah. you, you got to see a fox guarding its oh, den, yeah. which was hour, really yeah. neat just yeah print, just walking in a little like 10 foot space you know on top of his little mound and down and looking around and mm -hmm. uh looking up at me it was yeah it was really cool i think and we talk about nature a lot but i think it really makes you realize how disconnected people are from the oh, yeah. world now yes and how insignificant we are, even when we think we're at the top of the food chain. <laughs> if you throw a person out there without oh, our tools, without, tools exactly. without our heat, without our... Yeah. It's a very different experience. So, and the animals make us look so lame. Oh my <laughs> We're so lame. Yeah. We're like, uh, we're, you know, we don't even have a hide. Oh, we have yeah. this like wimpy skin. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, not, we're not really made to be out, outside. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're very excited, very excited to see the animals, very excited to shoot our bows and just be one with nature. Absolutely. And maybe we'll see a crop circle. So we're <laughs> going to be around a lot of corn we'll a, fields. A lot of farms, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We watch the sky a lot, too. You can see a lot of the sky out there. Guys, just look up in the sky for two oh, or three I minutes. I meant to tell you this morning when I took out the dog. So yeah. I always say to Nick, just look outside. I say, I say this to anybody who will listen to me, which is like <laughs> not a lot of people at this point because I ramble on about this stuff. But I'm always saying just look up at the sky. If you go outside somewhere where you can see the stars and look up at the sky for, I'll give you three minutes. If you stand there and look for three oh, minutes, yeah. you will see at least, I guess, a satellite. You'll see something move that yeah. you don't recognize yeah. it's not a star and it's not a plane every time we do it you know every time we do something. it so this morning when i took out the dogs yeah, i saw something i caught it on a camera but it, it was blurred i was taking a photo of the stars what did it look like to you? it was a satellite I think, oh okay, okay allegedly allegedly <laughs> hey people don't look up hey how freaky is that to think about how many times do you not look up not even like day? above just like your eye like your line of sight that's what i'm saying yeah 
So like, who knows what the heck is flying around over my head? Or what's even five feet above your head? You know? Oh, that's yeah, even weird. weirder to think. Or like in scary movies when somebody's walking through like like a hallway and yes, like because you can't be looking in three sixty yeah. like all directions yeah. all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think about that a lot. I'm like, oh my god, I walked by that room. I didn't even look in it. There could be some something staring right at me. Totally, totally. No, our eyes are made. I feel like to see from the side and down, and then we have like the part of your skull uh, like above your eye is like over you have like that kind of cliff over it so it's not really optimized to look up that often i don't no. know why you, you know? literally have to lift yeah, your head you have back to, your neck. yeah exactly yeah. so i always do that in the morning when i take out our dogs at really really super early or at night i guess i'm less of a night person except for in the winter but because night is early in the winter and i go to bed very early if you want to see something, I'm, I'm telling you, just stand outside for a couple minutes yeah. and you'll spot something interesting. Yeah. T-shirt coming soon. Look up. <laughs> Look up. Hey, that's a great... Oh, wait, is that a movie? That's a great movie. What is it? Don't Look Up. Oh, is it Don't Look Up? Oh, Are yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that, a satire comedy with, uh, what's his name? Uh, Seth Leonardo Rogen. DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah, right. Is it Don't Look Up? Yeah. Oh, that, I really liked that movie. That's a divisive movie for sure. I liked it, but... Anyway, so we're going to make t-shirts that say Look Up. <laughs> that would be really fun. That'd be a great cartoon of, like, a kid looking up with, like, a, I don't know, UFO or something. Maybe. Right? Exactly. Yeah. All right, that's coming. Speaking of merch and good ideas for merch and designs, we have... If you go to www.cultclassart.com and you go to the Children of Cult Class tab... You can check out any merch for the podcast. There are tumblers, there are t-shirts, there are sweatshirts, and then on that site also is all of my art and all that stuff too, so you can you know, peek around at that. I'm always wearing my Chillin' t-shirt, and now I have the Audio Alien t-shirt as our Chillin' podcast t-shirt because that's the podcast art. So, so cool. I don't know if we said it, do you, you see that on Instagram that someone tagged you that they got a tattoo? Oh, they got that tattooed on their body. So cool. <laughs> It's so cool when people get my art tattooed on their body. It's so cool. It's like, what? Thank <laughs> well, you. It, it's, it, it, I mean, it's such a, it makes a great tattoo. Every tattoo I've seen of my art has has also been a great tattoo artist. And so they've oh, done totally, it incredible yeah. justice. Yeah. Like I have a few really, I have a folder on my phone of a few tattoos. And this one in particular, she did a tattoo on me before I she know, tattooed yes. this on somebody else. Oh, awesome. And yeah, she's great. She's a great tattoo artist. Very talented. And she did the, that piece such justice. It looks so cool. So it's an alien listening to the audio. It's the cover of this podcast. And it's tattooed on this girl's leg. So cool. At a convention near us. It's mm. so neat. I didn't even know she was going to do that. But she had asked me if she, she could tattoo art. I didn't know what she was going to do. So, so cool. um, that's really neat. So, t- so I'm saying take the art off the page to your local tattoo artist. Get it tattooed <laughs> on your body. It looks great. If you get my art tattooed on your body, please send me a picture. Also, I have been talking to a lot of my friends and people I admire and very neat people in the kind of paranormal industry and sci-fi industry. And I have been coordinating a lot of really cool guests that are going to be coming on the podcast. It's going to be fun. December and starting in 2023. So I'm so excited. I want to tell you guys, everybody who's going to be on, but I can't. But I will. You'll hear when the episode drops. Yes. So that's coming soon. You can follow us on Instagram at chillinwithcult.class. 
You can email your stories and feedback to chillinwithcultclass at gmail.com. You can always check out my art at cult.class on Instagram. And now we're going to stop talking about our exciting little trip that we're going on and how excited we are to just sit in the middle of nowhere with no people around. (laughs) Best time of the year. And that's going to lead us right into our movie club movie, which they also were in the middle of nowhere. Right, exactly. Welcome to the movie club. Last week's movie club pick was M. Night Shyamalan's Signs. A lot of sci-fi friends that I know might disagree with me, but it is my favorite alien movie of all time. I know that is a huge statement to make, but it, it, it just is. It is what it is. I love this movie. This came out after The Sixth Sense and after Unbreakable. I think the greatest part of this movie rewatching it is yeah. this the the score of the movie oh my gosh it was incredible because the second it opens you get the like you get that crazy so, music right yep. and it just creates a vibe totally. and I know here's a spoiler <laughs> everybody you can fast forward if you need to I know that people have issue with the fact that what stops the aliens is water I remember when this movie came out people had issues with that yeah and a lot of my sci-fi nerd friends i'm a nerd too this is exactly what the nerds want had issues with that but that doesn't really bother me because i figure if some some i don't know it's already an alien movie yeah who knows why is it wrong why, as why much is as this is right, why is it wrong? You know, people you always know? bash my art. Uh, you know, when I get like hater yeah. messages, and they're like, "Why is it? Why does the UFO have landing gear?" And it's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's a UFO. Like, why? Why are? Why are we now assigning normal <laughs> things to, to this very outlandish thing? Idea, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, you know, like to pick apart things. Yeah. Oh my gosh, what is that? Our uh, listener Derek sent. That critics are that Hemingway quote about critics. Uh, I love. It's still. St- oh yeah, I got it right here. I, I think I actually heard it again today. Critics are men who watch a battle from a high place, then come down and shoot the survivors. I just love that quote. It's so good. It's so good. So you know, it's already a, it's already an alien movie. If M Night yeah. wants the you know aliens to be killed by water, let them. That's Maybe they right. came from a pla- a planet where there was no water. Maybe they ran who knows? Gasoline. Who yeah, knows? like who knows what the deal is? Yeah. You know, I don't think that's like I think that's like okay to. Yeah, and also it's I just come from the camp too to like I don't know that was like a, a creation. What if you created it? Then people are gonna like Bash tear it things? apart. Oh it's yeah, like, well, then people are just like picking apart art. So. I don't know. It's just like, why? Well, I'll never do that. I'm yeah. just not... Well, I'm not saying you, but there's a lot of people no, that I just, I just don't understand why. Yeah, I agree with you. I just, I can't, from an art standpoint, too, I just don't understand. It's one thing if it's not your thing. Sure. Or you don't understand it or you don't like it. Yeah. Uh, it's another thing to totally criticize somebody's work. It's right. like, okay, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I like signs. I love that. Yeah. I don't care that it's water. <laughs> I love that. The little girl doesn't drink water and she thinks there's amoebas in it or whatever and then it ends up you know being all around the house and Meryl swings the bat and yeah. bashes all the water and burns the alien so and it's all meant to be oh, love it i think that's just 
beautiful, but you know, whatever. It's fine if other people don't yeah. like it. Uh, like you said, teach their own. Teach their own. The alien in science is one of my favorite aliens. Ever. Oh, it's so good. Oh my gosh. When, as soon as they do the, like, like you get bits and pieces of it throughout, but when yes. they do that reveal, when they're watching the tape in yes. um, Spain or wherever that was with the schoolyard. Oh my gosh. How cool was his reaction? Uh, is it Phoenix River? What's his name? Oh, Phoenix <laughs> River. That's his brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. When you see Walking Phoenix reaction, I like did the same thing. When I like rewatching it, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like that's so cool. <laughs> it's so cool. It's so scary. He just walks by like that, yeah. and when you see the silhouette of it on the roof of the barn, right? Yep, you see yep. the leg in the cornfield. <laughs> they really play it it's, so mild. Yeah, the hands, the, the hand yeah. underneath the pantry. And it's not in your face, not like War of the World. I have nothing yeah. against like alien movies where you do see the alien, but it's just so fun to kind of be creeped totally. and not even know what you're creeped of. Yeah. And like, I love how like older movies like did that more. I don't know if it's like the advancement of technology. I think yeah, that's CGI. A, lot, a lot of it. But yeah. you know, they did a lot better at building the suspense without putting the imagery on the screen necessarily. Yes. You know? I agree. And I think... Yeah, I think CGI made that easier for people sure. to do, so that's just become more prevalent. But there is something about learning about the creature with the characters. Yeah. It's like you're seeing it as the characters are seeing it. They did it. that so well, yeah. Yeah, it's slowly and trying to figure it out as Such the characters are trying to figure it out. Yes. And this movie in particular, Mel Gibson, it's just heartbreaking because his wife died. Heartbreak Hotel. Yes, and he was a reverend. He's like, I'm not a reverend anymore. And you're like, Gibbs. Oh, Mel. Mel Gibbs. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why I just called him Gibbs. Yeah, I mean, his friends call him Gibbs. Gibbs. You get, get Mel out at the bar, Gibbs comes out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> get a little drunk at the bar and you got Gibbs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But it, it is, he just plays that. And he, when he gives this Meryl the speech of, like, well, which person are you? A person who sees signs and a person who believes in miracles or a person oh. who believes in nothing, basically. You're like, wow. Damn, Gibbs. And then... <laughs> Gibbs. <laughs> oh, it's just, like, sad. He's just, like, giving up on the world. And you kind of don't blame him. Because no. his wife... Was and, taken from him. Yes. Yeah. And then it all comes together at the end. Mm. So good. So, so good. So good. And I think there are moments in life when, like... I know this movie's a little bit of an extreme depiction of that. But there are moments in life when you're like, wow, thank God that didn't happen. Or thank goodness that did happen. Sure. Or I can't believe that happened that way. Absolutely. Everything's happen happening for a reason. Like even the kid with his inhaler. Oh my like, gosh. Oh, his lungs are shut. His lungs are oh shut. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Get you, in. Didn't, you get in. You didn't get in. That's right. When they're in the basement. The, the whole finger <laughs> thing. <he's> crying. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Such a good... So I just think there's a deeper level to that. Although I will say, like, by the end, when Gibbs goes back to just being a reverend, and you're like, okay, like, I get where you're going, movie, with all of yeah, this. Yeah. You're like, okay, like, he saw the light, he saw the signs, the signs, like, the crop circles were the signs, but also the signs of life, and now he believes in God again, and you see where it's going. But then it's also like, wow, aliens just invaded, and you're like... That, that was your reaction? <laughs> right? Like, when you just like went back to their... Oh, like, you, know? you totally believe in God now? Like, <laughs> I think that would make me be like, wait a second. Yeah, I mean, this is questioning a couple things. For yeah, me. like, like who are we? What's going on in the universe? There are aliens. These aliens tried to kill us. Yeah, I'm going to have a different whole take on reality. I yeah, think. like, what is what reality? What is new data Nobody, like, in our society, nobody can even get through COVID without being like, what is the world? And COVID was, like, a normal, like, 
a normal illness like that we could deduce was an illness, yeah, right? Yeah. It wasn't like a creature from outer space that we have never seen or heard of. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> so it's like exactly. people will just go lose their minds. Bonkers. But like Gibbs is just like all back in the robe and like yeah, totally cool playing with the kids. It's almost like he just needed uh, uh, a reason to go back. <laughs> He just needed any and he reason. Got it. Yeah. Any reason. Yeah. Like aliens, that works. That's yeah. fine. Right. And oh, the other thing, kids and dogs, kids and animals, they everybody. No, in every movie, all the movies that we've been watching, it's, they're always the first to be weary and you we've know, been sensitive. talking about this. Kids and uh, dogs are more sensitive. They always show the signs of uh, something that's not right. Or any animals, yep. And that happens right in the beginning of this movie. Yes. And I don't know why we've been recommending like movies where dogs die oh, repeatedly. It's not that is not the reason. <laughs> I don't know, but aren't it's we just getting at that everything happens for a reason? Because we were talking about the movie Signs, and now I'm like, why am I subconsciously picking these movies that well, animals die in? I don't know. That's dark. Yeah, that's dark. Maybe. maybe. And I started this by talking about our hunting nature. You know what? Maybe <laughs> one and one they go together. I don't know. <laughs> it's gone a damn dark path. <laughs> I don't know. It's all. It's the all. next, our next movie choice is that. I don't think there's any animal deaths. Yeah. I no. Know. I don't think so. From the title, you would think there would be, but <laughs> <laughs> it's not much better. Is it? Ah. Hold that down to the side. Yeah. We also watched. Just a uh, side note. We watched The Good Nurse. Yes. Yeah. Before the facts of the movie, The Good Nurse is another watch that we did. And what did you think about that? Oh, well, Jessica Chastain is, like, one of my favorite She's actresses a ever. killer. She does such a great And, great uh, what's his name? That guy. Eddie Redmond. He's great. The whole cast is stellar. The story itself, the movie's great. That was a really good movie. It was yeah. a really good and movie. based on a true story. Yeah, Ugh. I was gonna leave that out. That's, like, it's rough. Yeah. It's like, whoa, that's a true story. So, we won't say anything more about that. I don't want to spoil that, because that's a new movie, but yeah. it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh... Yeah. <laughs> That's my reaction. <laughs> By the end, you're just like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> it it uh, falls under the uh, biography and crime uh, category. category, in yeah. case you guys wanted any more info. There's some monsters in my room. Can I have a glass of water? Okay, so here are a few facts about the movie Signs. These facts come from moviephone.com. Besides the real-life phenomenon of unexplained crop circles, Shyamalan's inspiration was classic sci-fi horror movies like The Birds, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, Night of the Living Dead, and more. Films where an apocalyptic menace is distilled down to a small group of people holed up in a single remote house. Initially, Shyamalan envisioned his protagonist, Graham Hess, to be an older man, and he approached both Clint Eastwood and Paul Newman to star. Both turned him down, but Gibbs found the script a page-turner and happily accepted the role. Mark Ruffalo was cast as Graham's brother, Merrill, but shortly before the movie went into production, he dreamed he contracted a brain tumor during the shoot. The next day, he went to the doctor and found he really did have a brain tumor, forcing him to drop out of the film and be replaced by Joaquin Phoenix. The tumor proved benign, but it cost him his hearing in his left ear and nearly paralyzed his face. It took about a year before he could recover enough to act again. In real life, crop circles usually appear in wheat fields, but Shyamalan thought corn would be scarier because it's much taller and harder to flatten. 
The besieged Victorian farmhouse seen in the film was a hollow set built for the movie. Shyamalan meant for it to represent America as a fortress. It was no coincidence that it had been painted red, white, and blue. Signs was composer James Newton Howard's third collaboration with Shyamalan, and they had developed such a rapport that he began writing the music even before a single frame of the film was shot, using the director's storyboards as a guide. One reason Shyamalan kept the aliens largely off-screen was to create a Hitchcock and Spielberg-style suspense. The other reason is that Shyamalan loathed CGI up until that point in his career, but he had to add the aliens post-production, despite their limited screen time, the creatures proved difficult to create. The alien's hand, seen sticking out below the pantry door, was an animatronic prop. Later, when the alien holds the unconscious Morgan in his arms, that clawed hand was used again, but the rest of the alien's body was added in later. Rory Culkin, the actor who played Morgan, lay suspended in a harness whose wires were digitally erased later. That's so weird to think about. So he acted that whole thing. Wow. Without, like, any person holding him. That's crazy. I didn't know that. And it was crazy that they do that with, like, with all movies now. Like, a lot of it is filmed just, like, in front of a, a color. Yeah. Those are facts about the movie Signs. So this week's movie club pick is Missing 411, The Hunted. It's on Tubi, Tubi, Tubi. for free. I just thought because we're going on this trip and... We haven't done a documentary-style film of any kind that this would be a fun one to watch and talk about. They, they touch on all kinds of weird really things. And actually, we watched this before going hunting previously, and it was not a good pre-going <laughs> pre in. If you're going camping or anything, don't watch this before you go. But please watch it for Movie Club. Follow me if you will, to a magical town where it is always Halloween, thanks to a witch's curse. (laughs) A town where leaves and escaped pages of the local Sentinel newspaper blow in the wind. A town where a distant radio can be heard playing 96.6 WOLF on its sinister speakers. A town where TV sets are tuned to cable access channel 20 WARY to watch the Monster Channel. And a town where the mayor has been serving his creepy citizens for 355 years now. This is Sundown, so please come visit us and stay forever.
scientists are still baffled over the mystery of corn circles in fields in southern England. Anything from whirlwinds to UFOs have been suggested as the cause of the strange shapes. Now a regular watch has begun to try and see exactly what does cause the marks. This week's scary story. <laughs> so after watching Signs, I thought today it would be appropriate to talk about crop circles. The information I have about crop circles comes from smithsonian.com and earth.com. There have been over 10,000 reported crop circles since the 1970s. When Doug Bauer and his co-conspirator Dave Chorley first created a representation of a flying saucer nest in a wheat field in Wiltshire, England in 1776, they could not have foreseen that their work would become a cultural phenomenon. Almost as soon as crop circles became public knowledge, they attracted a gaggle of self-appointed experts. Scientific and pseudoscientific research, conspiracy theories, and general pandemonium broke out. The patterns stamped in fields were treated as a lens through which the initiated could witness the activity of earth energies and ancient spirits, the anguish of Mother Earth in the face of impending ecological doom, evidence of secret weapons testing, and of course, aliens. Today, one of the more vigorously promoted ideas is that they are messages buried in complex numerological codes. Before today's circle makers entered the picture, there had been scattered reports of odd patterns appearing in crops, ranging from 17th century pamphlets to an 1880 account, to a letter from astronomer Patrick Moore printed in 1963. In Australia, the mid to late 1960s saw occasional reports of circles and crops, and they were often ascribed to UFO landings. At around the same time in England, the Wiltshire town of Warminster became a center of UFO-seeking sky watches and gave birth to its own rumors of crop circles or saucer nests. None of these, unfortunately, was photographed. It was such legends that Bauer had in mind when over a drink one evening in 1976, he suggested to his pal Chorley, let's go over there and make it look like a flying saucer has landed. It was time, thought Doug, to see a saucer nest for himself. Since then, crop circles have been reported worldwide in a multitude of crops. In southern England, which sees most activity, circle makers tend to concentrate on canola, barley, and wheat. A crucial clue to the circle's allure lies in their geographical context. Wiltshire is the home of Stonehenge and an even more extensive stone circle in the village of Avebury. The rolling downs are dotted with burial mounds and solitary standing stones, which many believe to be connected to the extensive network of lays, or paths of energy linking these enchanted sites with others around the country. It is said that this vast network is overlaid in the form of sacred geometries. The region has also given rise to rich folklore of spectral black dogs, headless coachmen, and haunted houses. In 1991, two self-professed pranksters finally came clean. Doug Bauer and Dave Chorley made headlines by claiming that it was they who started the phenomenon in 1978 with the use of simple tools consisting of plank wood, rope, and a baseball cap fitted with a loop of wire to help them walk in a straight line. To prove their case, they made a circle in front of journalists. And here they are talking about making crop circles in their own words. 
We wanted to make the UFO society think that a UFO had landed, you see. And um, after a few years, they, they didn't know whether to believe it or not. Absolutely beautiful. There's no traffic, there's no human beings, there's no nothing. There's a full moon in the sky, lovely starry night. With your cheese rolls and your beer, what's better? Still, a lot of people believe in crop circles. Here's some things that they say about crop circles to justify their existence. <laughs> I don't know how to say that. To justify believing in them, I guess. Believers say drawing something on paper or on a computer is one thing. Making complex images on the ground with little bearing and few tools is another. Advocates for alien crop circles believe the perfection of crop circles is proof that some of these depictions are made by aliens. How could mere humans with a piece of wood and rope make such amazing pieces of art? The crops are bent and not broken. Additionally, the crops themselves are not destroyed in the process of making a crop circle. This seems too delicate for humans to have done, believers say. However, crop circles typically appear when crops are still green and supple. This means that plants can be put under a great amount of strain before actually breaking. Given the toughness of grasses, it shouldn't be too surprising the crops aren't broken. One more thing believers say is that ley lines demonstrate hidden energy. Ley lines are powerful lines that connect distant places on Earth. It is believed that these ley lines lay on top of powerful Earth energy currents. Some crop circle researchers believe that the lines in crop circles line up perfectly with ley lines. They also think that crop circles that appear hundreds of miles apart from each other may be on the same exact ley lines. Still, it really comes down to these two guys in England who made it up in the 70s and admitted it in the 90s. And they inspired a ton more people to do it. So 10,000 have been made? Over 10,000 have been made since then. Or have been reported. So That's a lot. That's a lot. I'm a big advocate for the Nazca lines. Yes. Which is a very ancient sort of crop circle. Oh, that that has so much history and ideas about extraterrestrial, you know, potential ties. Involvement, yeah. Yeah, that could be a whole episode. So, yeah, we'll talk about that specifically in another episode, but the Nazca lines are basically ancient crop circles that still exist in South America. Um, They're not circles. uh, They're all in the shape of different animals, and you can only see them from the sky. I think those are very legit. I mean, obviously that that culture, that society, those people, that village, whoever the hell they were, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they created those yeah. for some reason. Crop circles, on the other hand, it's such a bummer that these guys came out and said that they did it because now it's like, oh. I know, and I, I, I think there is something with them that they had someone like come out and test the circles, and they were like authenticated as extraterrestrial or something right am i am i thinking wrong and then they came out and were like uh no we actually fooled you and so now it's like anything that could potentially be unknown or unexplained is now a scam likely yeah i mean unless you have like radiation emanating from the 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 circles or burns which like i think that has happened a few times i feel like i mean i personally like want to believe that crop circles are alien maps of course. I mean, I just, like, don't I want to believe these two guys in England who's just like, I don't know them from Adam. I don't know them. I don't know them. Who are they? Who cares? Not me. Exactly. It's like, who cares about these guys? 
I personally want to believe in them because I think they are pieces of art. I'll at least say that they're the really least. cool. They're so intricate. They're so, much planning, so intricate. You know? Yes. Oh my god. And they do them like overnight. So like so I don't what? know if it's a ship or some people that I really think are cool because I'm like, how are you doing this overnight? And it's like really kind of cool. Fun to do. Yeah. I know. I'm like kind of impressed by you. Oh, so yeah. either way, I'm impressed by these crops. Of course, yes. Yes. I would love if they were like real alien maps or like something mysterious. But just based on the sheer number of articles I found about crop circles, it's like very limited. It always comes back to these two guys. And then it's just like, I was looking up like best crop circle cases and things like that. And it just kept coming back to these two guys admitted to hoaxing everybody. And a couple bad apples just ruined it all for everybody. I know. And then they held on to it for almost 20 years. Wow. Didn't tell anybody. What do you think? I don't know. I don't know how ever. I don't think that it's pot. I think it. I don't know. Why would they ever become like a thing? I think everything kind of stems, even like folklore, from some like tiny nugget of truth, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, not everything, but most things. And I don't know. These, you know, I don't want to believe just because it'd just be fun for something else to have created them, but that all 10,000 that have been reported and recorded around the world have been fabricated. But There's maybe, a couple people with sticks and board, like boards yeah, and, and maybe, string. Maybe there were. Who, you maybe. know, I don't know. I would just... Uh, I don't know. It's like hard to know. like coordinate a flash mob. How are you going to coordinate all these like crop circles? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I how are you... Yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> Am I really tired? Yeah, I think you're right. I think flash mobs, like, they seem to pull those together pretty quickly. But, <laughs> Do they? <laughs> I think it's just like an email list, right? Be here oh. this time. I would imagine. I think I think <laughs> you and I could get a flash mob Do you think we could get on an email list to be the crop, part of the crop circle crew? I, you know what? Crop circle crew! T-shirt. T-shirt! <laughs> Merch coming soon. Now, there's probably a couple Facebook pages or email groups that you can sign up for for those. Oh my gosh. Nobody steal this from me. I'm making a Crop Circle Crew t shirt, <laughs> and it's just going to be some boards and rope. And it's Trademarked say, here. Yeah. You can't steal it. <laughs> don't steal it. It's going to say Crop Circle Crew. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I know you're usually skeptical, and you're right. I mean, I think no, these things of course. do come from lore of some sort. The idea of them, for sure. And maybe... And they're you know, so cool looking. You just want to think like, oh man. They're so interesting. Yeah, they're yeah. so cool. I, but I don't know. Who knows? Maybe in a hundred years we'll have the answer. You know? Who knows? Who knows? When they've used them as maps to invade. Right. They're all just like landing just like signs. zones or something. Oh, another thing I love about signs is that they're all invisible. How I meant cool to mention that. that. When oh, the, the bird, ship is... the bird flies into the ship and then dies, you know, oh. like it's on film, it breaks yes. its neck and falls. Oh, so crazy. Yeah. So anyway, just look up every once in a while, everybody. T-shirt coming soon. Just look up. Crop just circle look crew. up. Crop Circle Crew, just look up. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We are off next week because we'll be on holiday, as people in England say. Or we'll be <laughs> taking a vacation. Yeah. Dick just raises his eyebrows at me. Yeah, we'll, we'll be on vacation. It's the first time I ever heard say that. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be on vacation. That's what we're going to be doing. So, so uh, no new episode next week. Yeah, so yeah, nothing coming on the 13th, and we'll be back to business as usual on uh, November 20th. Yes, watch Missing 411 The Hunted. It's free on Tubi. And thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate you. Uh, follow on Instagram at chillingwithcult.class. We'll be back in two weeks at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard on Sunday.
that's enough from Dr. Bimboo for now. Everybody in this house needs to calm down, eat some fruit.